Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for writers, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee, with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Runes, all from Writers, Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, grab a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. It's the June Writing Challenge. First, our check-in for our third week of writing. How did you do with your daily writing? My goal, remember, is 1,500 words per day. The first week, I only achieved 2,592 words. The second week, I reached 10,723, still short of my goal of 21,000 words by the 13th of June. But I expected that, since I spent the first week on sketching my foundational scenes. This third week will prove the benefit of the first week. Day 14, I had 1,780 words, pages 56 to 64. Day 15, 942, page 64 to 68. I had errands to run that day. Errands have to be done. Otherwise, people don't eat. Day 16, 1,200 words even, which sometimes hitting an even is an odd for me. Page 69 to 77. Chapter 9, completed on that day. Day 17, 1,815 words. That's a great day. Day 18 was Father's Day. June 18 was Father's Day. I had distractions that I totally expected, but I did manage 600 words. I actually stopped when I hit 600. June 19, 3,930 words, pages 79 to 95, chapters 10 and chapter 11, finished. And June 20, I finished this seventh day with 1,000 words, inserting new backstory from one of the protagonists. This is not a new scene, but a paragraph here and there, our single line at different places, those single lines at the best places for the protagonist to remember something from the past. I had three great days, 1,780 and 1,815, and the phenomenal day of 3,930. I know some people write 5,000 to 9,000 words a day. I can't do that. Not at the creative flow of rough write. Total plotters can do it, but I think they don't count the days at the beginning when they do their story creation. A writer of whom I am in awe, Lindsay Baroker, does it and publishes enough. Logic proves that she's telling the truth. I cannot write that many words a day, and I became happier with my process when I admitted I could not do it. I have achieved over 9,000 words on long draft days, but I've mentioned before that my draft stage is not story creation for me. Anyway, these seven days, June 14 to 20, I've achieved 10,200 
1,567 words. That's 23,582 total words for June in the manuscript. That's 1,179 words per day. I'm not meeting my goal of 1,500 words per day. I should be at 30,000 words. I'm not there, but I'm gaining. I'm at 79% of my goal. Last week, I was only at 63% of my goal. Now I'm writing, and the ideas are flowing extremely well. And I've had people before ask me, where do writers get their ideas? Well, I sometimes think people who read lots and lots over the years, and I have read lots and lots, and I read very eclectically. I read mysteries. I read romances. I read historical. I read science fiction. I've read thrillers. People who've read, read lots and lots, they have ideas constantly flowing in their brains. And think that I write historical mysteries because I spent years reading and rereading Georgia Hire's light romances and mysteries. I'm a longtime lover of light romance in a historical time period. When I started writing my own stories then, it was only natural that several of the novels in my Hearts and Hazards series would have more than a nod to the precursors who formed my love of the genre. The first Hearts and Hazard, A Game of Secrets, is my attempt at a smuggler story a la Daphne du Maurier's Jamaica Inn. My book, Game of Secrets, is nothing like Jamaica Inn. Dangers of Secrets is my homage to Georgia Hire's cousin Kate. My Marriage of Convenience Stories, and I've written more than one, they're nothing like a civil contract by Georgia Hire. The Key with Hearts curled around the same concept as Hire's A Civil Contract, a marriage of convenience story with only a touch of romance. Mine, however, added inconvenient threats, mistakes, and missed opportunities and attempted to murder. My personal favorite by Georgia Hire is Venetia, with the unknown Ajax only a whisker behind. You can't go wrong with either of those books. Both are excellent romances as well as light comedy, and Ajax goes one better by adding mystery and suspense to the story. Venetia, however, has characters that appeal just a little bit more. My novel, Key for Spies, has more in common with Georgia Hire's historical novels, where the main focus is on the events rather than the relationships, although the relationships will bring tears to your eyes, and we readers have pleasurable meetings with old friends from other higher books. Whether we realize it or not, all our previous story experiences, reading books and watching films, guide our writing choices. We take elements of events and characters from everywhere. We can't help it. These elements then spin into story ideas. Before we know it, we've spun a scenario into scenes and chapters. We writers don't track the stories of others when we write our own books. Our stories evolve from their own characters and situations and conflict and our attempts to bring twist to our stories. This is a problem that I worry about with AI, artificial intelligence. When we ask it to help us plot, artificial intelligence was trained on other novels that were out there in the world at large. So is it pulling from those other novels 
and giving you the standard, most common of plot events and characters that are going to happen? I worry about that. And nobody has yet answered that question and probably won't. But I worry about mediocrity and being common and not having the twist that intrigue and surprise readers. Paddles, for me, are the story, are the incipient idea for stories. They guide me into the story. A what if, based on a title, can give me a story when I look at a person or a thing and wonder how it began or why this person acts that way or where that event might lead. For the key for spies, the title came first, but it only gave me the necessity for a spy. I didn't have Georgia Hires, an infamous army, that massive historical tome of hers that's so important and so well done about the Battle of Waterloo that they used to use it at the British Military Academy. I didn't have that novel in hand, and it's not really one of my favorites of hers. Haunting me, though, was a desire to set a story in Spain. The Hearts and Hazards series demanded that the story fit in the Regency England time frame. Spain, 1814, was controlled by Napoleon's France that had taken over the Spanish throne and garrisoned troops to control the country. Aha! I had an incipient conflict. I needed a British spy, obviously working to overthrow French rule in Spain. The, spirit, the British spy would need help from people of Spain Therefore, Spanish guerrillas entered the story. I considered a female spy, but before a female spy could touch toe to the manuscript ground, the image of a Spanish lady shooting a pistol emerged. She emerged as Miriela Teba, reluctant leader of guerrillas. So titles, character's requirement, character inspiration, these set up the elements that I wanted to use. Patterns, tropes, motifs, recurring events in the series such as dinner parties in every Hearts and Hazard title. That's all that is necessary to start writing. Everything else is a gift from the creative muse. I hope as you're writing during the June Writing Challenge, you're discovering those creative inspirations the character requirements, the plot developments that build naturally one next into the next, along with your surprising twist that will intrigue and pique the reader's curiosity. I hope that's the writing that you're doing here during the June Writing Challenge. We have another week and the last few days of June, so keep working at your goal. We only have a few more days that are left in our challenge. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by Emma Lee from Writers Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. 
Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at linkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps, and you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.